I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome, Songtown. We've got a fun show today. Marty and I thought it would be great to give you a list, or at least a few of our favorite books that we've found over the years on songwriting. Although I have to say, Marty, some of my books are not necessarily on songwriting, but they've really inspired me as a songwriter to kind of feed my creativity. So, I'm looking forward, and I hope that we both, we haven't talked about this, so I'm hoping we both don't, you know, like, have the same books on our list. (laughs) Yes, we've not compared. (laughs) Yes. So, you want to kick it off, Marty? Give us one of your favorites. All right, so one of my favorite, and this is an older book that may even be out of print, but you can still find it, Uh, but it's called How to Make a Good Song a Hit Song. There's the cover. It's by Molly Ann Lichen, uh, who's a hit writer. But um, she's got lots. Basically, the book is on rewriting. So it's like how to how to take a song you've got that's good and rewrite it to make it uh, more like a hit song. And I just found it really useful. It's something I uh, picked up early in my career, and it's got a lot of great info. So what about you? You know, I'm going to go out there right off the bat and pick a song that's, pick a song, pick a book. I'm going to edit <laughs> the crap out of this video. <laughs> what the hell? We'll just leave it in. The blooper series. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here for my first book and choose something that's not about songwriting per se, but I just looked it up. It's number four on the creativity book chart and Amazon, and it's the book, The Artist's Way. And, you know, classic. Yeah, yeah, like that book, it's now has its 30th year edition. And 30 30 plus years, I think it came out in 1991, but it's by Julia Cameron. And when I started, everybody was talking about this book when I started my songwriting journey. And it was one of those books where, you know, have you done the artist's way yet? And basically, it kind of, there's two things it has you do. You're going to write each morning what they call the morning pages. And it's really like writing three pages out by hand of just your thoughts, you know, whatever comes kind of free form writing. And it's, it's really geared to unblock your creativity. And then the other principle was to make an artist date with yourself. So if you were, if you're stuck in your creativity, once a week, you're supposed to go out and say, go to a museum or or do something, you know, take a walk in nature, whatever it is, do something that's going to feed your creativity. And I have to say, I did this book, you know, religiously for a couple of years And I think it's really important when you start out as a writer to do something like this because it gets you in touch with that inner voice, you know, and and really because that's all we have as writers that separate us from other writers. You know, we can all learn to write a commercial song if you, you know, follow. And that's not going to make you a successful writer. You have to do the combination of 
learning to write well, learning the craft, but also writing from the heart, writing from your own voice. So I think this book is great. And, you know, in our case, Marty, we've been doing this so long, it's probably a good idea for people like us to go back and if we've kind of gotten away from that, you know, our inner voice and kind of rediscover it again. So I love the book, you know. Yeah, it's great. It's been a long time since I read it, but I need to go back to that again. Yeah, I mean, you, you might you might think it's a little woo woo, and but I think we need that today. I think that there's so much like revolving around your phone and scrolling, you know, through social media, and there seems like there's never enough quiet moments anymore. Right. And the quiet moments are what put us in touch with our our inner creativity. And so I think a book like this is probably. Probably why it's doing so well now, you know, is that um, it's, it's really needed right now. Yeah, we got more noise coming at us these days than ever before. Oh, man. But, but I was going to say, Clay, that that segment was a little touchy-feely for you. I mean, I, I, was, <laughs> I was impressed that you went there. Uh, <laughs> so my next book is one, and it's kind of a technical book, but it's called Chord Progressions for Songwriters. There's the title. Um, and so it's by Richard J. Scott and it's really, it's got some music theory and that kind of stuff in it a little bit, but it also takes you through tons and tons and tons of hit songs and shows you how they used different chord progressions. And for someone like me, who's not a great guitar player, it really has opened up some things for me. So like, if I feel like I'm stuck and kind of doing the same old thing, I can go to this book and, um, find some different chord progressions to experiment with. And it kind of opens up my creativity because it's, I tend to just write very, very similar kind of chord progressions. So um, it's been a great, for me as a lyricist, it's been great, but I can only imagine if you're a, a great player that some of these ideas might really be awesome for you. That's a thick book and it's centered just around it chord progressions. It is a very thick book. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about chord progressions. And it, it, like I said, it takes you through, it'll show you a song that uses that. So you can go, you know, listen to that song and then you can mess around with it on your own and kind of see how they use that progression and why it worked and that kind of stuff. Excellent. So, so far, none of your books are on my list. This one might be on your list. I don't know. Stephen King's own writing. Is that on your list? It is on my list. Yes. <laughs> um, I love this book. Stephen King is not a well-known songwriter. No, he's not. Um, he does, I believe, play in a band. But it's all about the work ethic and the dedication and the disappointment of an artist's life. And it doesn't matter if you're writing books, if you're writing songs, if you're a painter, it it really opened my eyes and if nothing else to let me know that other people are going through what we go through, you know, because mm-hmm. starting out, you know, I read where when he started out, he kept getting rejections and rejection slips, you know, every time he'd send in a book and he would work, you know, two jobs and try to find time to write at night, you know, when he wasn't working and and doing whatever he could. And I could relate. In my 20s, I totally had to work a day job, and then I would write songs all night. I don't think I ever slept. Um, But a book like this was like, yes. I mean, 
sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And uh, he, he really showed me in this book that, you know, I thought, well, maybe I'm not as talented as everyone else because I had to work damn hard to get to where I am. And then it was like uh, Stephen King says, no, son, we all had to work hard to get <laughs> where we are, you know? <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite parts of that book is he talks about being at a writing seminar early in his career. And he's like, after the third person got up and said, you know, I just can't find the words to express whatever. He was like, I wanted to stand up and scream. Maybe you shouldn't be a writer. If you can't find, if you can't find the words to express anything, but yeah, that, that, that book is inspirational because it is about, just writing, whatever kind of writing you might be doing. It applies to songwriting. It applies to script writing, book writing, you know, anything you might be writing. It's got a lot of inspiration and and great thoughts. Isn't this the book where he says writer's block is the luxury of amateurs? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because in all honesty, when you and I show up to write, if, if you're showing up to write with a famous artist, or I'm showing up to write with a famous artist or another songwriter or a producer. If we show up and go, gosh, I got writer's block today, we're not going to get a call back next time. So I think you really learn that it's almost like if you don't have a deadline, if you, if you don't have that, you know, reason to be writing today, it's easy to slip back. Oh, I've got writer's block. And, but you know, if you're showing up to co-write, if you're showing up to work with an artist, you don't have time for that. And so I think no. a lot of times let's we got to get out of our heads. And Rory Burke, who's a Hall of Fame songwriter, told me that he goes his take on it was if you got writer's block, you're being too hard on yourself. You know, you're you're being a perfectionist. And mm-hmm. as writers, we don't have time to do that. Our job is to write you know? And so I think a lot of times just to get past, if you do have writer's block, just start writing and don't worry about it. Write whatever comes out. It's like a dirty water faucet. You turn on the faucet and dirty water comes out, but then after Mm -hmm. it runs, starts getting some clean water coming out. And that's, that's the way the, the flow is for writing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, my next one might be on your list as well. Maybe stealing from you on this one too, but um, Toonsmith by Jimmy Webb. Oh, great book. You got me. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, to me, you know, when I first read the book, I'm like, well, there's a lot of stories in here. I wish there was more like education, but um, then yeah, I've actually went back and read it again. I'm like, no, actually it's really, really cool to hear just you're kind of getting into his mindset when he wrote some of those great songs and you know, hearing the backstory of what was going on and that kind of stuff is very cool. So I found it to be a a inspirational book as well. And it, and it really um, turned me on to his music, not just um, this music he wrote for other people, but if you like, I think his record is called 10 easy pieces that's mm-hmm. him and a piano playing a lot of those big hits. And it, it's amazing. So that record was one of my favorites for a long time because I read that book. Yeah, that book is kind of divided into two parts. The first half is a lot of stories. And they, there were some inspirational stories. I remember one passage where 
his first publishing deal, his publisher walked him into his new writing room. He gave him a room to write in and said, in this room, there are no mistakes. And he said that that phrase really, really changed the way he approached his writing. He's like, in my writing room, there are no mistakes. It's all big experiment. And that that quote really had a profound effect on me. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say there's two parts of that book because Ooh. the back half of that book gets very technical into theory. And that's where most people that aren't into that kind of like, okay, well, it's a thick book. So yeah. you, it, you're either reading the first half and you're into it or you're reading the second yeah. half and you're into it. It's hard to read both halves if you're not a music theory buff. Yeah, and that's I, I am, but it got a little technical for me in places. But it's still yeah. a great, a great book and recommended. Yeah, what's so, your next one? I think this is going to be the last one that's on my list, and it's once again, it's not a book on songwriting. It's called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Have you read that book, Marty? I have. I actually uh, quote that book in my lyric writing class. Yeah, I mean, Anne Lamott is just a brilliant writer, and it's just so much about the process of getting you to to unblock yourself and and learn to write. It's a beautiful book. One of my favorite quotes is is if you want to learn about living, study someone who's dying, and that mm. was just like oh, you know, because they know how to live at that point. Because yeah. they don't have a lot of time, and it, and and I read that um, when I was going through a good friend of mine um, was, didn't have that long to live, and that book really encouraged me. I don't want to go off on like that tangent, but um, it's just a powerful book about life and about writing, and it. it I've never recommended it to anyone that hasn't really gotten something of value out of that book. Yeah, that's a great book. But, you know, actually, that what you said reminded me. One time on uh, David Letterman's show, he had Warren Zevon on there yeah. just a couple weeks before he died. And he said, well, let's get the elephant out of the room. What's it like? And Warren Zevon said, man, you ought to taste a ham sandwich. Oh. His, his point was... Every little thing is awesome when you know you don't have much time left, you know? And so that reminded me what you said about that book. Man, that gave me chill bumps. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like everything at that point, you you just want to stop and enjoy the moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what's the last book on your list, man? My last one is The Craft of Lyric Writing by Sheila Davis. It is a classic I'm in that book. Yes. Very um, cool. One of the, the later editions, she wrote me, because I t was fortunate to take a class from her. I think I was about 19. And so she wrote me and she goes, can I put an, your song, Beautiful Mess, as an example of oxymorons in my book? So I thought that was so cool because she was a real inspiration to me. Are you sure she didn't say you're an example of a moron in her book? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Um, but this, so as a lyricist, this book is like kind of the Bible for, for a lyricist, I think. And as far as just learning the craft, 
And um, I mean, I've got notes all in this book. I've got the whole front of it. It's got handwritten notes in it uh, that I took and pages I want to go back and reference. So, you know, if you get a, like, I think mine's an older version of it. There might, there might be a few things that are outdated a little bit, but really solid book on just learning the craft of lyric writing. Awesome. Well, that wraps up our show today. We want to thank Sweetwater, our sponsor for the podcast. They are amazing. I've, you can see if you're looking at this podcast on YouTube, I have a whole studio of gear behind me that came from Sweetwater over the last 15 years. Marty's got a bunch of gold records behind him that Sweetwater gear helped him do demos and things <laughs> yeah. over the years. So not yeah, saying so. that Sweetwater will get you your first gold record, but hey, it can't hurt, it can it? It could. That's that's right. It could. Check out the show notes for links to our books. We have actually a book on co-writing that we think is the only one in existence on that topic. By a pro songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's called Mastering the Art of Co-Writing. Clay's got one on melody writing. I've got one on lyric writing. And uh, you've all, we've also got links there to Songtown. Love for you to check us out. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>